Somebody get this big walking carpet out of my way. Chewy. We're home. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Hindsight, a Star Wars series. Today, we are talking solo a Star Wars story. Happy that I you know, kind of had that all together. John thinks this is the Rogue One special, but it's not. Yeah, it's I, not yet. I accidentally watched Rogue One first. So I've got my solo T-shirt on. Uh, there you go. That is so. Where did you get that? Did they sell that? Did you, did you Amazon. Steal that? Really? Amazon. I remember when they were filming that movie. Someone on Reddit posted like a picture of somebody wearing that, and they were like a, ca- a cast member or a crew member, and it was like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, and you, and you can just buy it. Yeah, that's not cool anymore. Um, I yeah, I mean, I, it I looks cool. It as soon as it was available, I don't. It was a little bit before the movie came out. I gotta get a Rise of Skywalker one. Those we look should, awesome we in the blue. Just print that exact shirt. I mean, I could, but I'd have to do a hundred of them. Oh. <laughs> I'll buy so, fifty. Get started. So there's that. Anyway, I'm Josiah. That's John. Hi. That's Seth. Here we are. So I really am interested in today's um, discussion. I would say I, I don't know where you guys totally stand uh, on Solo. Okay. Now, granted, right. we we know from past episodes of of what we filmed so far in the lead up to Rise of Skywalker that I just love everything Star Wars. It is it is what it is. Um, you yeah. guys maybe are more critical with it, so I want to hear where uh, where you are with with Solo. I'm critical for the sake of being critical. I enjoy everything Star Wars too. I enjoy all three prequel movies, but I know they're all bad. You know. I wouldn't say I'm critical for the sake of being critical. I am cr- for this podcast. I, that's kind of the that's where that's my angle for this podcast. Adam is, Hurt is my, in his pocket. <laughs> that's what it is. Oh, he is. I've oh, never met this man. You're in the pocket of Big Hurt. <laughs> I've never met him. Uh, uh, yeah, I I mean my my I have you know my angle on film criticism is generally I I, I tend to focus more on just you know what i like about things rather than what i don't like and i don't want to like try to you know find flaws just so that it can it seems like i have a more well-informed review which i'm not saying is what you're doing at all i'm just talking about my general approach to film criticism and that's why i just like critically yeah it it really is it is unless we're talking about the star wars prequels because i just uh, (laughs) that that all right this guy over here. That's my Seth, let's talk. Start early. You're not going to want to talk to me about the prequels. But <laughs> we did. We already did that for three hours. Uh, three hours on the prequels. All right, where are we doing them? This is just, this is just prequels, a Star Wars story. This is really a, kind of a prequel. And not really. Well, literally, I mean, have. it's not kind of a prequel. It is, I guess, literally a prequel. Depends on the re- release date, which in this case, it would make it a prequel. All of them depend on what you compare them to, but it's, it's a prequel. From a certain point of view. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. uh, yeah, so Solo. So you've only seen it except for yesterday so, once? It, yeah, twice. Yeah, so I've watched it when it came out in theaters, and then I just rewatched it yesterday. It, it got like lost in the shuffle, I think, in, in it, theaters. It came out at a very bad time. Like, mm. in between Avengers and Deadpool 2, I, I think? In, mm. like, not too far after it was Jedi. Right? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It was it was five six months later. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know that the, the for for what it was, we weren't ready for another Star Wars movie. It's not like Marvel movies where you can release two or three a year. I think I think Star Wars is different, especially with the impact that uh, the Last Jedi had on Star Wars culture. Whether however you felt about that movie, you, it, you had even if you liked it, you had to do some defending. If you didn't, you were maybe a little sour on it. I think. It was just a tough yeah. time frame for Solo. And, uh, yeah, and even Bob Iger has since said that, like, it was his call to release Solo at that time, and it was not necessarily the right call. Yeah. What's so, up with that jacket? Is that a Star Wars? Oh, that? this is a Star Wars jacket. Yo. 
See, like, that is bad. It's a yeah. Yeah. Ah, ah. bomber jacket. Uh, reversible. Why didn't I get the memo that we're going Star Wars? I mean, Monster it's just... Brand. I mean, we're talking Star Wars. I, did, I, brand. I think they I wore... Also get, they also <laughs> made my Luke... My Luke jacket, the replica of his Bespin. Um, that is pretty cool. Jacket. So yeah, it's um, it's good uh, stuff. Buster Brand. Me. I do have a, a a change for Rogue One. I've got a Rogue One T-shirt. You guys didn't tell on. me about anything. All right, John, get on Amazon I'll right now. Okay. Remember the first episode where I was like, I'm gonna dress in time he appropriate. Did he I did, did say that for one episode. And now you're just wearing Star Wars. I, wanted to, I originally <laughs> wanted to. I was I was planning it out. I was gonna be. I was gonna be all like. We're in some kind of like Matrix getup for Attack of the Clones, yeah. And then Revenge of the Sith. Maybe I would have been like emo, you know, two thousand five, like uh, you know, like American Idiot or something like that. And uh, I gave up on it pretty quickly, but I like the idea. Oh, I wish you would have come and dressed as Billy Joe. <laughs> uh, that would have been great. I could have been Trey. Uh, okay, so back to Solo. So yeah. this is without a doubt my favorite steel book in the series. That is, that thing is hot. I didn't know how you'd feel about it. I love it. Because it's, uh, it's not uniform with uh, the first yeah, seven? R- correct. R- yeah, Rogue right. One broke that mold, so yeah. I didn't expect it. That's awesome, though. I don't. I, that's one of the only ones I don't have. That's Best Buy 4K, of course, so 4K Blu-ray digital. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like it. And it, it kind of like it emphasizes the, the Falcon, as you can see, if, if you can see it. Uh, it it's oh, on the cover. She's there. But, uh, you don't even have a 4K set, you imposter. I know. I'm just kidding. Listen, I, you always got a future I talk about it. Daily. When you I, when you do that, hit me up. We'll talk TVs. Okay. Well, you're. N- I'm not the one that you got to convince. No. When the convincing is already done and you're ready to make the purchase. All right. Give me some time. Me. Give not, me some time. I'm not going to bat for you. <laughs> okay. I'll find a good one. <laughs> All right. Good. I'll, well, I'll come to you. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, so, solo. Solo. I uh, I I liked it. Uh, we'll we'll release our updated rankings. Uh, towards the end of the episode, yeah, as I, we have been. I don't even have it ranked yet. This conversation is going to kind of put it somewhere for me. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So there may be some swaying, you're saying? Yeah, let me hear what you got that to say about it. You know? I, uh, I uh, it, Well, I won't spoil where it is then. So yeah, well, no, we'll talk about it at the very end. I, uh, How'd you feel? How'd you feel about it? First of all, well, I enjoyed it. I think uh, Seth kind of mentioned before show that we cut him off because we wanted him to bring it up on the, the mic here is oh, yes. your general feeling towards it where it's almost a... A little so, bit lighter. And th- yeah, so th- this is the way, you know, a lot of movies that are um, that are fun but don't necessarily have as much weight to them, they're a kind of movie you can, you know, throw on very frequently. Like some, so, some of the, you know, games or movies that I absolutely love the most and have had the biggest impact on me, I don't endeavor to watch or play very often because they're, you know, Intense. heavier experiences. You want to sit down but, and enjoy it. Like but something stranding. like Solo... That's stranding. I can't see myself just, you know, pl- casually popping through that. that. Yeah, yeah. That's an, yeah, that's an experience, that game. So with uh, something like Solo, um, you know, it can be seen as a positive or a negative. That it's something that I could just just put on in a, in a loop throughout the day and just to have on because it's a fun thing to have on. But that also kind of speaks to, you know, maybe the, it lacks some impact, lacks some weight. But Overall, I do really like this movie, um, especially given this and Rogue One. Given how much trouble they had in production, uh, it's am- it's amazing that you know uh, they came out as well as they did. Um, although I think uh, Rogue One, it kind of you know uh, it has has, has some has some you know weight and some cachet that this movie doesn't doesn't necessarily. But I really like Solo. Has some uh, great moments. I think um, ultimately <laughs> it. Um, you know, a lot about the way it was made and the way it was released, it kind of uh, makes me kind of... I, th- I feel like it was to be the first in a series that it not, now might not necessarily be, but I, r- I really like it. Um, 
and it's always a, a good one to flip on. Yeah, so you brought up uh, the, the Rogue One comparison and where yeah. it, it lacked maybe some of that impact. I think what you were referencing is like impact related to the original trilogy, kind of. Um, it doesn't have those. I mean, I feel, I mean, Rogue One is, is just. Yeah. better it's it just has more it has more a weight to it and i just feel like it it establishes its own identity a little bit more whereas um, i mean solo does have its own identity it goes for more of this kind of adventure you know swashbuckling mixed with sort of this dickensian uh rough upbringing kind of uh origin story for han solo it just it has a little bit more of like a watered down quality for than sure. something so like Rogue One does. What, what I was going to say about Rogue One is that Rogue One, even if if you would have if we wouldn't have seen either of these two movies, and you were to tell me you're making a Han Solo movie or you're making a direct prequel to A New Hope, where they get the, the plans for the Death Star, mm-hmm. there one of them lends itself more to some more wow moments just based on that alone. I mean, yeah. this is this is Han Solo. Everything we know about Han Solo, we we know we we already kind of have what we what we need. Right. One of the biggest questions when this movie was announced was even from people who were you know excited to see it, excited of you know big Star Wars fans. Do we need this movie? Mm-hmm. And even yeah. though I liked it and I enjoyed it, I would still say no. But I really no. liked it. Mm-hmm. Like this yeah. movie could never exist, and it, we'd be almost all the same for it. Exactly. Right? But that's not in my eyes. That's not a negative or a deterrent for the film itself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to exist. To exist, but I still love it, and I still I think it's really really good. I think it's I think it's the most underrated Star Wars movie. So we talked about it a little bit with Amanda Possibly. Uh, from the Geekiverse just beforehand. I think it almost seemed like, sh- almost, I don't want to say because she's not here to defend herself, but judging it based on that a little bit. Like, do we need this movie kind yeah, of thing? And sure. Then, like, we talked about the turmoil briefly. Um, there was a mm. lot with this, and I'm kind of amazed that yeah. it wasn't a mess. I really think that it was yeah. a, a lot of fallout that was already in the Star Wars universe and the, the Star Wars fandom based on The Last Jedi. I mean, I think we, we, we're we not there yet, but we're all pretty well, positive well, on The Last Jedi. Well, you're speaking in terms of production difficulties. We had already, we had yeah. already lost Lord and Miller. Oh, I'm right? sorry. Yeah, 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 and this, and this, yeah, and yeah. So, Solo had more... Yeah, Rogue One didn't lose a director, although they had to have somebody else come in and kind of take over directing to some extent. <laughs> But yeah, Solo was in more of a dire situation where they actually lost directors and they had to start over, like, you know, the production, uh, you know, in terms of filming, like, almost from scratch. So uh, it had kind of a, it was in more difficult, and it was was a tighter time frame. They didn't push the the date back or anything. I couldn't believe that they didn't push it back to holiday. You know, what Ron Howard was was able to do with that was a a testament to his competency as a director. Yeah, I think that was the the tell for me is that the fact that this this wasn't, first of all, pushed back, and second of all, it wasn't canceled, is that. I was never worried about the quality of it. Mm-hmm. These movies, th- this is Disney. Th- these are written by a committee. These are overseen by Kathleen Kennedy and her team. I mean, I'm not saying that a director has no little or no impact, but the, this stuff's coming from the top down for the most part. Yeah, the, the, I this, mean, this, uh, written by committee, I, I don't know if I would say that. Oh, they are. <laughs> well, uh, I would say it's not worth Look at I, the writing credits. I mean, there, there's a shell of a story done, and there, there's probably like 20 or 30 treatments that go on these these movies. They're, mm-hmm. they're heavily written. Sure, but I mean, there's... There's, I think, uh, a distinct uh, identity on something like The Last Jedi versus J.J. Abrams. I feel like Ryan Johnson had a lot lot of ownership over what he did with that movie, for better or worse, depending on how how you feel about it. I'd agree with that, and to an extent Abrams, too, with Force Awakens. But then you think about Rogue One and Solo, and I feel like that was totally different. Um, Like, the identity is not necessarily stemming from one individual as much. Yeah, I mean... Written by committee is always going to be true to an extent yeah, when, you're, for when you're dealing with a property like this, but yeah. I feel like that um, some of the 
some of the better movies of this. I mean, o- o- overall, I am very positive on the the Disney era of Star Wars, but I so I, f- I feel like um, there have been several examples of you know that I feel creative individual kind of creative direction of designers and directors and writers were not necessarily under the thumb of a Kathleen Kennedy or a Bob Iger, but sometimes they were. Sure. Yeah. So. So Ron Howard comes in, kind of, you know, put puts his mark on it, does what he does, and the the end product, what we have, it's an enjoyable movie. And it's funny after seeing a few, we've seen three episodes of The Mandalorian uh, at, to date when we're filming this, and it was so different watching Solo yesterday in preparation for this, almost thinking of it as a series um, and thinking about, hey, what if they split this movie up into, I don't know, five or six mini episodes, like. You kind of piece it together, and I can see that that was a possibility. Because now we think about where uh, these anthology movies are going and how they're allegedly on hold for the, the, the time being. But maybe we get something of a spinoff directly related to this story with yeah. Disney+. Plus. I wonder if they're ever going to go back to it. I think they, they found an opportunity here. With like, I think that's part of the reason they put these anthology movies on hold is because they see the, poten- the potential with Disney+. Plus. Agreed. That's why we're yeah. getting that. I think... If- the, if, if Solo wasn't in the pipeline as early as it was, yeah. I, it would have ended up being just like For Obi-Wan. Sure. Obi-Wan and was supposed to be a movie. Absolutely. Originally. Not to mention the box office here, by the way. It, so yeah. just real quick on that last point, I don't think they'll, they'll revisit it. I think it if if it would have if it would have been closer to Disney Plus. I could have seen them hold off on it and go for a series. I don't think they're going to revisit the the characters in, in I, this era. I feel like it's possible, yeah. and I feel like there's so much. I mean, they were setting up so much with it. It was clearly meant to be a series, and there were all these. I had even heard all these rumors back when Josh Trank was supposed to make that Boba Fett movie. Yeah, uh, all these kinds of crossovers that Boba Fett and Han Solo's spinoff movies were going to have. I don't know if any of that was true, but I, I feel I, like I hired stuff. I hired stuff. If I had a bet that we would see a. a Aside a sub series in this on Disney Plus, I think we will. Interesting, uh, because uh, what they were trying to set up with with Kira and Darth Maul feels like a series in itself. It does. Uh, it, you, yeah, you could theoretically even bring back uh, Alden Ehrenreich uh, to play Han Solo if you wanted to do a mini solo series. I don't know that they will, but I felt like they were trying to set up enough within that. Uh, sub-series within the larger franchise that they were either going to do more movies on it or now that we see how The Mandalorian is, is so successful in just a few weeks and, and the quality that Jon Favreau has has is done with that, I think mm. maybe you get something with that and in, Dave in Filoni, the future. And Dave Filoni. And Dave Filoni, of course. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, it's interesting. Like I mean, would, right now, would you guys want a series set along kind of that storyline? Oh, yeah, I absolutely. I yeah, would. No yeah. doubt. So there, I mean, rumors have been swirling forever for some sort of Darth Maul series, and they kind of been surfacing again lately. Nothing that's going to confirm what what we're talking about just yet. But like, I, I'd sign up for that right now. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm already signed up. Disney yeah, Plus. No, I've signed up for three years. So <laughs> give me it in, that, in those three years. You have no choice. That, that's right. I have to watch it. <laughs> Contractually. No <laughs> oh, uh, so box office wise. Uh, Certainly, by today's standards, considered a, a, a bomb, well, a, a, f- a flop, if you will. 392.9 Underperformed, I would say. Bomb. I'd say vastly underperformed. Yeah, yeah. That, that's fair. <laughs> a bomb is like, doesn't even make Makes its money, money back. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think it just... There's a, there's a filter to put through, like, since it is a, a Star Wars movie, a Disney movie. There's a curve. Movie, there's a curve. Maybe, it's tough when maybe. the previous three films all across the billion dollar threshold. It is. Right, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I see both sides. Is it fair to call a movie that made $300 million a bomb? Mm. Tough. Yeah. I mean, it probably did have a, a higher... The, a higher than normal production budget, given that so much of the you know there there was reshoot, reshoots that needed. Yeah, I'm sure it was substantial. Probably reshoots. north of 120 ish. 
my guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, north of 200, I would you say. You think so? I, do I would say. agree. That's expensive. Let's find out. Box Let's office mojo. Bets. And whoever wins will stay on the show, and whoever <laughs> loses will be booted. Snap, Survivor style. So what kind of getting sleepy? All I'm right, all right. This is I'm great. Hold on, get to review Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to talk. I have so much to talk about with Rogue One. So much, it's crazy. Well, you'll so, get to talk about it with one of us. That's right. With okay, one of us. That's fair. All right, but go while on, he's looking while at he's, that. Yeah. Um, Alden Ehrenreich is Han Solo. They didn't have the budget. Doesn't matter. They, okay. they don't talk about it all. <laughs> we both have to leave then. They do talk about it. <laughs> you just get up. It is just me talking to the camera. It was two, 275 million. I was, I was way off. 275? 275. Yeah. Bye-bye, John. Oh, Photoshop man. me out. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that's how it works. But uh, Alden is Han Solo. What do we think? Big fan. Very I, good. I, I think they're, you could not have done it better. And that's why I kind of think this is so underrated and scrutinized unfairly. Um, mm. So I think there's so much of that filter should this have happened when people say that they don't like either this movie or his performance. It did happen. It is happening. Yeah, that's it, a good point. I mean, like, you can't just say, like, I'm but we didn't need it, but, like, it's but, here. But what it's do you here. think of it? Exactly. Yeah. And I thought he crushed the mannerisms. I thought he was absolutely a full sell. Mm. He was Han Solo for me. I, I, was mm. not, I was not taken out of it by the fact that I grew up watching those movies. Mm. Han Solo is someone that I know. I, I can you, the voice I can hear. I can mm. the mannerisms, all that kind of stuff. I thought he killed it. I really, really enjoyed his performance. You know, I'd argue this was a bigger undertaking than you and McGregor as young Obi Wan. Oh my, not even close. Not yeah, even close. True. Yeah, there's a lot more. Han Solo is much more of an iconic. I mean, I mean, there's, there's, a lot, both iconic, there's a lot of factors. There's Han Solo a, a is, much bigger age gap. I mean, yeah, you could have. You, you can do a lot with someone who was Ellen uh, Ellen Guinness's age compared Alec, to what Alec. A, sorry, Alec. Alec. Alec yeah. Guinness's yeah. age compared to uh, what Han Solo was and what uh, Alden was portraying. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was you know rewatching, uh, uh, starting to get through some of the original trilogy stuff. I, I did see some of Alden's Han Solo in you know just watching it back, kind of in retrospect. That it it does make a a stronger impression uh, than I remember. You know, even wa- watching them watching Solo originally, just seeing. Harrison Ford again. It's it's just uh, yeah. There he, is a connection. He nailed it. I, I, yeah, yeah, I can't I, imagine the research he did. I thought he was great. Uh, that is not an easy undertaking, and I don't feel like I'm saying he was great just because it was not an easy undertaking. But that he genuinely did a great job with yeah, the character. He, he pulled it off. Uh, the moment for me, maybe that he was Han Solo in this movie. There were two things that kind of came to mind. There was one uh, in the uh, end battle sequence when uh, he is fighting with Paul Bettany's character. Uh, I don't yes. remember the name of it. It's not um, mentioned here. Dryden Voss. Dryden Voss. Mm. He kind of dives across the room. It looks very Han Solo-y to mm. me, even though we don't see that necessarily. And then the other moment is when um, Han is asked by Infus Nest about kind of joining the rebellion indirectly, mm. and he kind of like almost... smirk? Yeah, yeah. Like kind of yeah. almost winks at her, but he, he does the smirk, and he, yeah. he turns his head <laughs> like that. Like, this kid's Han Solo. Yeah, no, I, I got some smuggling to do. Yeah. yeah. One, one moment for me is when... Uh, when uh, he's uh, bluffing about, like, I got all these guys over there on the Falcon. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's Lando so flies good. Off, and just that look on his face. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you take this. That was pretty classic. You, you do your thing. Especially Empire Strikes Back. That like, was, everything's going he's bad. He's trying like, to talk his yeah. way out of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, and we see that same Han back again in Episode 7 when he's, when he's on the, yeah, his radar. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like I'll talk my way out of it. Like, yeah, yeah. What was the second time? <laughs> <laughs> so, and, like, I think Alden just nails that. Yeah, yeah. but I will say he was kind of overshadowed by, like, you know... With Donald Glover, oh, and Lando, like you think so? 
I mean, at least in terms of the, the general perception. audience, public perception. Exactly. The yes. marketing behind the film and the fact that Donald I mean, Glover was going to portray was when, this. Like, uh, um, what, what, what was the song? What was the, the yeah, Childish yeah. Gambino? I know exactly um, what you mean. This is America? This is that America. Was way, Thank that, you. That, that, no, that, that was, was way before when, it. That hit. No, that it hit, hit me it was around the same time. Nope. It was, I don't think so. I Pull say, it up. No, am, I, am I getting wrong again? How many months? You have to now be say? out of here for a new if, hope. If, if, right, get this if wrong. I'm way wrong, I'm just going to okay, retire. I, would, I think it's, no, it's, I think it's all. Before, it was before this movie came out. Okay. That's what I say. I think Seth is right on that. Uh, I don't, but I could be wrong. I was literally just wrong. So We're not going to see John again at this rate. Better stop betting on stuff, boy Man, that song's stuck in my head now. Um, <laughs> and we got copyright struck. Uh, so what do we got? 2018, but when? May 5th! Oh my God. Mere weeks before the movie was released. How? So, all right. I'm gone. So, really Photoshop me out of here. All right. So, I don't Replace even know. me with Donald Glover. We may not <laughs> even see him for Empire. <laughs> Wow, yeah, yeah. I was I was really confident that that was not the same time. I was thinking that was around like the so red confident. the the red bone like childish Gambino era. That's what that um, was that's what was in my head when I was thinking of the hype around this movie. Okay, sorry, boyo. Huh. <laughs> it is what it is. It is uh, what it is. I'm wrong. Donald Glover, I Surprise. thought was wonderful as Lando, but when he was announced to be Lando, it was. I think that was kind of the highest hype point for the movie. Agreed. Everyone was really excited about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it that hype overshadowed Alden as Han. But mm-hmm. when we get to the final product in the movie, I think Alden went toe to toe. Yeah. I, I think it was. Uh, I think it was tilted the other way. I thought I was super excited. I'm a huge, huge Donald Glover fan. I can tell you when all of his songs came out. Mm-hmm. Big, big fan. Mm-hmm. But jokes aside, I love his stuff, and I, lo- I, I if he's in something, I'm excited for it. I thought he was uh, a little. That wasn't Lando to me. I, that, he, he overacted, and maybe it was direction. It could have been. We talked a lot about this in the prequels. Mm-hmm. That was a little too... I, di- I didn't get that much flair from Lando mm-hmm. in, the, in those two movies we saw him in in the original trilogy. I see what you're saying. You know? I got a little... He was a I little extra. I don't know extra. if I'm there, but I see exactly yeah, what you're just, saying. Yeah, that's the way I process okay. it. He just was a little extra for me. And I'm like, all right, I see it. I like it. I don't I love it. I feel like he's living up to... He is, he is acting the reputation that Lando has in Fair. Empire. Fair. So well, I feel that, like that's he has to be this kind of larger... Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's definitely direction. Mm. It didn't click with me the way that oh, okay. Alden clicked with me. Uh, I disagree it, about it, that, but... Which, yeah, and, and I think I'm in the minority there for sure. Mm. Um, I don't think it was like an offensive and it wasn't a no. bad performance, but like... He as, did, a, as a Beano fan, he had so much is, goodwill exactly, going into. I mean, not that he has less goodwill, but sure. going into the movie, he had so much goodwill that it was like, all right, this guy. People like, have always he could loved have been Donald, terrible. And Donald Glover has just been beloved. Yeah, yeah, he's for, a like for everybody. Guys. Everybody yeah. loves a Donald Glover for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. he uh, the moment uh, that we see him for the first time is mm. actually what I thought was his most Lando moment. The way he's talking awesome. and you hear him at the, the gambling table, yep. mm. the Sabak table. Sabak. Yeah, right. I love, he just matched Billy D's tone there perfectly. Yeah. Um, so when, when we see him for the first time, there's a few exchanges I love. I, and they kind of clear up almost like this, this little bit of Star Wars lore. So that uh, someone's... This retcon? Uh, this? Maybe. Okay, go ahead. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, so the way they say Sabak... Because doesn't doesn't Han say Sabak? He says it, he pronounces oh, man. it. There, there are so many the pronunciations. Anyway, are like they kind of like. But I like up. how and they then, address that here. Then yeah. He says Han. Yeah, that's and it. he goes, "It's Han," but that's okay. That that's a that's a retcon because they could not figure out what his name was in the original trilogy. Because even Leia calls him Han a bunch of times in that movie. Yeah. In all of those movies, I appreciated it. Though. Yeah, me too. Like they People pronounce that. Leia all kinds of different Leia, ways. Yeah, especially Princess in Leia. In like Leia, a third yeah. of the first movie, she has like a British accent for some reason. And yeah, she, yeah. She, Although she, that I think actually kind of makes sense depending on the. The, the con- contextually, but we'll talk about that when, when the time comes. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, no, oh, the, no, he won't. 
I won't. That's right. I'm sure, gone. You you God, will, I, I can't believe that song came out watch. first. He calls into the show. <laughs> I can't believe it came out first. I, I'm. Oh man. I'm wrong. I can't. I'm surprised it was. You that can't close believe it. That is why you. Failed. Yeah, I thought like. You want to know where my head's at? I thought that came out like this summer. <laughs> that's where my head's. I'm like that made that made a big splash this summer. Is where like that's why I thought you were so wrong because I'm Damn, like no, dude. that was this summer. Wow. Yeah, man. This is why we almost talked about Rogue One. I first. don't know. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> Once we get past Rogue One, should I, I go to the doctor? Okay. <laughs> should I get something checked? God, are you feeling okay? Pre-game. Oh my god, no! Uh, my so midichlorians are out of whack. Oh, okay. Um, why don't we jump to Amelia Clark? Okay. Huh? Loved Amelia. What? Kind of what she, she said. She was incredible. Huh? Amelia Clark is Kira. She is. I loved her character. Maybe, Very good. She made a stronger impression than I was expecting. Me too. Her, yeah. One of my favorite Star Wars side characters. Period. Like yeah. she was awesome. Yeah. She she ends up in a really compelling place. Yeah. And again, would love to see where that goes. But yeah, um, I care more about that than like the, the rest of Han's story, mm-hmm. which I think is kind yeah. of you know, a little obvious. But that's fair. Yeah. I would love to see where she's going. Like I said, with Darth Maul and kind of what she's got to undertake. Yeah. What's the, the name of that the organization? Red Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn. Dawn. Red yep. is crimson. You were there. You yep. were there. It's Red okay. Dawn. Red Something Dawn. Else. Uh, yeah. Her character was was great, and yeah. I thought she added nice depth to Han's character, and even just establishing a little bit of where we see Han later on. Like he's got trust issues. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a huge thing. Uh, also worth noting that Kira was the original name of Ray in yes, the early concept. I was getting there. Spelled differently. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. what Lu- Lucas Kira. named her that, right? And or am I wrong? Yeah, no. I think it was in Lucas and Michael Arndt's original kind of script, which they kind of used some ideas for for Force Awakens. Yeah, it was Kira <laughs> and Sam instead of Ray and Finn. Yes, it's okay. better. Uh, it's better now. I like all. I, it's great now. I mean, I like all those names, honestly. I mean, Kira is a, I like a good Star Wars name. But recycled it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's spelled it differently. But so cool. Yeah. Very. Yeah, she's, okay. she's a cool character. She was great. I am a big Woody Harrelson fan in general and yeah. a lot of things that he's done, and I thought this was the perfect Star Wars yeah. role for him. Me big, too. Big Cheers like, fan? Mm-hmm. Big, he must be a big Frasier fan. I like Frasier. We talked about at one point about doing a Frasier interview. You like it better than no. Seinfeld. I don't like it better than Seinfeld. Fuck! No one does, really. Go on. There's a lot of people Except who do. People a lot with of people with very dry humor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sophisticated people. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, pick he's up. People all right. the apothics and uh, memorized so Childish Gambino <laughs> release dates. That's right. We get just drastically target side follow here, Frazier, Childish Gambino. It's just all over the place. <laughs> we are cultured. Right. What do you got? What do you got? What are you saying? Uh, Woody yeah, Harrelson. Yeah, Woody Harrelson. Um, never, never disliked Woody Harrelson, but was never blown away. Like I always knew that he was beloved, but he was never like one of my favorite actors. Loved him in this role. I thought he was excellent. I mean, this this was like the thing that got me. Like, oh, this is why people love Woody Harrelson. He's Seems always awesome. the same, I think, to a degree. Like, it, yeah, like Zombieland. Like, and it may have been his... my lack of exposure to him. I, I, I don't think I've. I mean, I'm sure I've seen him in tons, but have, like, he does have kind of a type. But he, pl- I mean, he pl- he plays <laughs> his roles with great kind of integrity and sensitivity. I mean, like True Detective. Oh, I, I love him in that. But I saw I saw that after, which is yeah, yeah, that was. It is still, I mean, kind of along those same lines. So good, but. He is a great actor. Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm just seeing Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Have you guys watched Fleabag? Mm -mm. Oh, man. She is a... Phoebe Waller-Bridge is having a moment right now. (laughs) Uh, After season two of uh, Fleabag, uh, it was a a great... She's an incredible acting, writing talent. They brought her in to co-write the new Bond. Uh, I didn't know that. She won all kinds of Emmys with uh, with Fleabag. Phoebe Waller-Bridge, I'm... 
she is just like oh, sleepy I just about her. She's incredible, and uh, I'm very happy that she's. Uh, She's uh, she's a part of this. And speaking of uh, watching the original trilogy, recalling this, you know, by the end of the movie, she's part of the Falcon, and it's interesting hearing. That's a great right. Creepy. I'm gonna hook you in to talk to the Falcon, figure out what's wrong with the hyperdrive, and it's like it kind of has so much more meaning. So I was was gonna talk L three. I was gonna say, how do we feel L three? So L three. I like I said, I worship at Phoebe Waller Bridge's feet. Here, here. All right. I don't know what the general consensus. I think I'm about to be with you. Let's let's capture this moment on camera. Uh, so I am not a fan of L three. Too much. I didn't Too like much. her. Elaborate. No, I no, I didn't. It's not that I didn't like Phoebe. I, it's that I didn't like the character of L three. Yeah, I, well, I, I, I like yeah. the idea and what what she would bring to the table and what she did bring to the table, but it was just a little too much. I mean, like, I don't. I, I wouldn't put L three on the level of like K two S O. Okay. So it's, All right, so it's not seen, me either. Me either. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, like it like, better I'm too. Not, yeah. So she's not like. Hang on. Did we all just agree I, I, on something? Yes, like, we did. I, I really capture this moment. So I really, I really liked her. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put her on the level of a lot of so other yeah. droids. But I still really like, you know, how her her character I, and her really her kind of like you know what's going on with her and Lando. I, I don't want to say. Yeah, me too. I was to, gonna go there. I don't think yeah. it crossed the line in like a ooh like it crossed the line type of way. Well, but like, no, it just it just didn't feel good. It just like it just gave fabric to Lando. Lando is a. Is a very sexually open person. Yeah, it's hinted at, and I'm totally, <laughs> 100%. I'm, I'm totally open for that. And that's he, very he's good. a swinger for sure. And um, <laughs> and droids are like, you know, it's always a weird thing with Star Wars. Like, are they fuckbots or are they not? I like, you know, they're dude. <laughs> they're, all right, like they're sentient. Come on, like routinely erased. They're like, you know, it's always weird. Like where droids stand in regard. Well, that's the question. I was just taking humans. the sugar. Listen, on. we. I forgot to mention this to. Mr. Swear word over here. But they had. We have to bleep out the swear words. All right. So You've never mentioned that. I've sworn a lot. Because <laughs> you didn't you didn't swear until last week. And then I was like, damn it. And then I had to search through. And why would you, what you have do? told me that? That's I okay. Oh, I, sw- I think I swore a bunch. You, you swore twice. I fucking <laughs> love Jake Lloyd. Jake fucking Lloyd. Was that what it was? <laughs> Probably. So, it's okay. It's okay. I'm over it. It's more I'm about Jingle it. All the Way Jingle than Jake Lloyd. Jingle All the Way. Okay. So with L3, I didn't. I felt like with. How well received BB-8 has been, talking Disney era, and how well received K2 has been. That it was kind of like, all right, what's what's our next act here? And with L3, it was like, all right, let's take this character up a no- or this this trope up a notch, and yeah. it didn't work for me. Like little things like when Amelia Clark's leaving the or no, when Lando's character Lando Lando, Lando's, what am I saying? Lando's, so when Lando. Yeah. He is a character. When he leaves the the cockpit and he says, kind of like, do you need anything else? And she goes, equal rights. I'm like, okay, come on. Like, It, <laughs> it just fell so flat See in that, that theater. <laughs> that one kind of hit for me. Like, I got it. I like boring. It was more the sexual undertones that was just like, this doesn't, like, it doesn't feel right to me. Like, the, It just felt like it was very abrupt and kind of came out of nowhere and there was little to no payoff to it. I thought she was funnier when she was trying to like, when she caused the ruckus with the droids, when she was kind of like, Oh, she like clips the restraining bolt off. Yeah, and, uh, and then when she liberates them, she's like, "I think I found my calling," or whatever. Like, yeah, that, that was mm-hmm. fun too. Even to an extent, when they're fighting, I thought that that was kind of funny. How she's like against droid fighting, almost yeah. like it, almost like it's like dog fighting, exactly. In yeah. a way, so those yeah, there, moments were good. Yeah, there's there's nothing about um, L three that that bothered me at all. And there's a lot of stuff I liked, but yeah, I would like kind of like she made less of an impression on me than most other right, droids. That's what though. I'm saying. So it's la- unfortunately, largely forgettable. Um, and granted, you could argue that about solo in a way the movie but that being said average at best um 
Oh, there's one moment I wanted to bring up with her. Oh, so we mentioned that she's kind of like a part of the Falcon now. Right. Um, yeah, I don't like that. I do. So in The Last Jedi, uh, kind of like the expanded novel, which is really just the only novel that came out for Last Jedi. Jason but they call Fry. It, Jason Fry. Yeah, Jason Fry did a wonderful job with it. Um, he mentions in there something about the, the Falcon running on like three droid brains. And then they bring that up in Solo. And then, granted, that was on purpose, but I like how that connected. Um, <sighs> the other thing is when, for the first time, they are booting up to take off on the Falcon, for the first time in the movie, um, how she kind of like um, malfunctions and then hits herself. Because how many times does that happen with the Falcon and Han has to hit oh, it? Oh, yeah. Cool. Empire Strikes Back big time. Right? Yeah, especially. Yeah. That's um, a nice little callback. So I, I kind of missed that. It was a nice, nice. awareness from, from Ron Howard and team. Uh, to do something like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that stuff. As a Star Wars fan, I'm the, the the easiest guy to please when you bring back something from a different movie or the Clone Wars or Rebels, uh, yeah. maybe a comic. And I like that stuff. I like that stuff a lot too, but for me, it felt the opposite and it felt like you were trying to wedge something new into that. Mm. It felt like, oh, like we, we, want, we want to leave our stamp on this and we want to make sure L3's there. Like, mm. Even if you don't talk about it, L3's in episode nine because she's part of the film. Like, mm. That was where I kind of was like, you don't. You don't need to come with us. You were here. That was. You were fun enough. But yeah, that was, that I'm not was strongly committed one way or the other on that. Fair enough. Opinions. Yeah, could have done without her. Uh, but it, oh, I it, don't think I could have done without her. I think we needed a droid like that. Mm. We, I, yeah, I don't know if I would have known any different. Okay. All right. Paul Bettany. Uh, he, he had a tough few months there, right? So, so he was Vision uh, just yeah. a few weeks prior. He and gets killed. And the, the history of this is interesting because originally hey, Vision dies. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, it is what it is. If you're watching oh, this and you're telling me you haven't Jesus. watched Infinity War, then the then problem's with you, your name, I not me. Your I name, drop an F-bomb and you your spoil the biggest be, movie in history of ever. Your name must be Nate, in the bag. Nate Lockhart. If you consider Vision to be the spoiler in that movie, then you're dead to me. But uh, So Paul Bettany, Dryden Voss, is interesting because in the Lord and Miller version originally, great actor... Uh, from The Wire, amongst other things, Michael K. Williams played that role, and mm. it was like a motion-captured alien. It wasn't like a, uh, a human. human human character. Um, but when they had to do the reshoots, Michael K. Williams wasn't able to... His schedule didn't work out, so they had to bring in Paul Bettany last minute to do this. I didn't um, know that. Yeah, I, me love, I love Michael K. Williams. I, I would have loved to see him in this. But, uh, but Paul Bettany does um, a good job with this character. I like him. Um, Again, it's like uh, I d he doesn't make an impression. He he's one of the you know, least impactful like Star Wars villains, but he's still you know he he served his role in the story very well. Yeah, I, I like I kind of liked him a lot. Yeah. I, th I thought he was pretty menacing, pretty pretty yeah. creepy. Served his role is a good way to put it. But uh. I like that Paul seemed to have a good grasp on that temper. Like you really felt that like he couldn't control ready, that attack. Ready to snap. Yes. And, and like when you say one of the, the would you say least menacing Star Wars villains? That's what you put it. I oh, think. just least. He made least of impression yeah. on me. It's tough to know. even almost think of him. That, as a that Star Wars exactly villain. where I was going with that. I, like I, I never thought of him as the big bad. Like I never thought like here's this plot and it's all because of this guy. And I, he, when you think about like a, a menacing villain, he's kind of always in your mind throughout the story. This was kind of just the plot device for me. Mm. Menacing. Uh, yeah. This guy. Like it's a Star menacing. Wars term. Uh, so yeah, I. What did you think of his weapons? I don't know what they're called. Well, technically, I, I like I like the scratches on his face. Those were cool. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, the weapons cool. were cool too. They were they were a little unique. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not very functional. Reminded me almost a little bit like with how in that final sequence they leave like that light trail um, of mm. Yandu's little. Oh, thing. oh yeah, yeah. Guardians arrow, of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. You think it's the same thing? You think he stole Yandu's horn? Oh 
man, I never even considered that. It kind of uh, looks like it now. He had two of them. Oh, uh, he did. How about that? That's what it was. <laughs> Mystery solved. Confirmed. Uh, Thandy Newton as Vale adds depth to Beckett's character. I, she was really good, but she was she was gone too soon. Yeah, same. Yeah, I wish she was around longer. Was I was great. surprised at that for yeah. sure. Budget. I kind of thought it would be a little bit more ensemble with her, but uh, maybe she just got, got too got. expensive. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Good old y- Yuna Suotomo. Oh, as everyone's favorite. Chewbacca, the the Chewbacca now. We love him. Yeah, John, uh, John Favreau as. Hang on, let's let's oh, talk Chewbacca and Han Solo's relationship. Oh, here. of course. So, what do you think of the way they introduced Chewbacca? I thought it was cool. I liked it. It was really good. I, I think we all kind of had in our minds the 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 meetup that happened in the the, the old EU of. Uh, Han Solo being a part of like a, a liberation of Wookiees on Kashyyyk. Oh, um, I wasn't even familiar with this. So, yeah, yeah. So, and that's and they kind of became acquainted that way. But I really like the way they set it up. in this, this is a great alternate version. So, I think. If if I remember correctly, Chewbacca kind of stuck with him because of that, right? Because mm-hmm. like he freed, helped freed the Wookiees. Oh, that's what because they reference like a life debt. Yeah, the life debt. Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been because of that. So now yeah, I think yeah. the life debt is supposed to be just freedom from the cell. That's the that's the life debt now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like how um, they're they're sitting around the campfire for the first time as a group, and he mentions that he wants to go back and help his or free his family slash yeah. tribe. So they, and they, they say, "What's the difference?" Like I like that. Same, yeah, they're like mm-hmm. oh, same thing. Doesn't matter. What I don't like. Um, this is a very small thing, but it kind of comes back to like they're they in these. These uh these one off movies these uh Star Wars stories they really seem to try to retcon a lot and maybe retcon's not the right word just explain things that don't need I'll to say be flesh explained. out flesh, flesh out, out canon yeah and maybe for for uh to a detriment sometimes like the the Chewy thing what's your name Chewbacca ah, I'm not gonna call you that I need something shorter I'm like just that that would felt like that's Chewy's short for Chewbacca we didn't a, need that you explained. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was yeah. very over explained like very yeah. like I call him Chewy in the other movies this is this is why yeah. you, you see uh, it I never even looked at it like that yeah that was a little cringy from not cr- it just didn't didn't need to be there for me um, yeah, I was really hoping seeing the trailers and seeing uh, Chewbacca like embrace with other Wookies and w- which in the movie it just ended up being other Wookies that are were in prison but. Uh, it was, uh, you know, we were all really hoping for some shout outs to uh, Lumpy and the whole gang from uh, the Star Wars holidays. Yeah, we were all, we were all really thinking about that. We're I think we all really thought that, that the, you see Chewbacca like kind of butt heads with Sagwa, I think the name of the character was. Mm-hmm. And we all were hoping that that was maybe like a, a holiday tie in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Although uh, the holiday tie ins have been happening. Who would have thought much, the Mandalorian? Much, <laughs> much, the Mandalorian. Um, and in one of the books, they reference. I, it, I think it was one of the aftermath books. They reference because uh, it might have been the second one, which is Life Debt, which which has Han and Chewie in it. And uh, the, I think Lumpy is is mentioned in that book. And now Life Day is mentioned in Mandalorian. I'm so glad that the thing George Lucas despises the most. <laughs> hey, he did it. He did. I mean. Man, well, the network. No, it. I I was not ready for the, I, not to get off on a tangent, but just to say I was not ready. I heard so much about that holiday special when I finally watched it. It did, I was not. Prepared I still haven't seen it. Should we do it? I have not seen. Yes, it. Yes, I've not seen it myself. Every every I know every Christmas know. we talk about watching it. Right. We never do. So this, this is the year. Should we? Do, well, we're gonna do it. Yeah, we'll do it as like a bonus for this. It's like worse than you're expecting. I'm telling you. That's what it, that's what it feels like. It's, <laughs> it's gonna be in my mind. I think it's pretty awful. I've been. I you, can't you wait have, to see how you have wa- you haven't seen it. I haven't no, seen it. I've never oh. watched it. I've never watched it. All this I, must be the year. Yeah, we got to do it. We I, should. John, I, mean, I feel like we should take that journey together. Skywalker, yeah. yeah, I mean the three. Could we, this is perfect. We have a series going. We're, we yeah. review Star Wars movies. Hundred percent. Have a whole Get episode about. I <laughs> will yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Closing <laughs> thought on the on the Chewy thing. I thought it could have been a really impact, not impactful moment, but just a real a cool moment for like 
somewhere down the line where he just says Chewie, and that would have been like a, ooh, that's cool. Like a, that would have hit home Yeah. rather than over-explaining. I went on too long about no, that. No, no, good point. Though. Anyway. So he my gears. I, I like... Uh, I like how they, they kind of got together there. And uh, one of those two stormtroopers is voiced by Steve Blum, by the way. Oh. Who, uh, Jeff Pavlak and I got to sit with on That's stage right. at Nickel City Con a few oh. years ago. Very cool. Voice actor extraordinaire. Zeb Aurelios from Star Wars Rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. many, many, many other things. Yeah, many, many. We don't have time to go through his list. It's incredible. Uh, so that Wookiee we talked about, that Chewbacca headbutts, uh, that is played by Anthony Daniels who is C-3PO. Oh, I didn't know and that. Oh. So he's the only Star Wars actor to appear in every single Star Wars movie to date. That's awesome. Of course, oh, 3PO... Oh, so even though 3PO and R2-D2 weren't in this one. Right. Loophole. Were 3PO had a moment in Rogue I One see. that they kind of just threw in. They both did. R2 was there, too. Well, sure, but I'm saying specifically Spoken. with Anthony Daniels, uh, they wanted to get him in. Uh, so he played the... Chewbacca's oh, kind of right. didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, that's great. I like that. Kind of a, a little bit of a, a tidbit there. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. We were on. I uh, said so John Favreau. Uh, speaking of, so we talked oh, yeah. about Mandalorian. Yeah. On I mean, not too much to say, but it was. Uh, I forget his character's name, but it was. Uh, it was Rio. A cool little, Rio. Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah. It was good. I good. Uh, you know, it's him right away, right? You always know John Favreau's voice. No. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really? You just that was news to me right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well then. Uh, Warwick yeah. Davis isn't everything. Yeah, that was good. Cool. That was obvious. First time he had Clint a, Howard. He spoke. Of course, it's, so a, Ron, it's knew, a Ron Howard movie, so he got Clint Howard. You knew Clint that. Howard was was going to be in it. He's in everything Ron Howard does, and it, of course, he kind of shows up as the the keeper of the that droid battle where you uh, stumble upon Lando for the first time. Yeah. Uh, was this the first time Warwick Davis spoke? I believe it was. Yeah, definitely in like a whole sentence. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe as a. One of the little furballs, he said something, but... Yeah, definitely first English-speaking role uh, in Star Wars. Cool for him. And then we get... Um, I want to jump here to, to Ray Park reprising his role briefly Is Darth Maul. Very glad and he got to do that. Man. So that let, was cool. Let's, let's flash back. When you're watching this movie the first time in theater, you see Kira talking to somebody. Did you, did you guys know it was Darth Maul right away? No, I didn't. That was a big surprise to me. I, yeah. I don't want to be that guy. You, you, you had the inkling? Man, okay, so I'm sitting between Lord and Pavlok, and I just started slapping both of their knees. A rock and I go, hard place. That's, <laughs> I was like, that's Darth Maul. That's Darth Maul. <laughs> it, took, it took me a few seconds, but it is voiced by Sam uh, Whitmer, who yeah. voices Darth Maul in the any animated series, whether it's Rebels, uh, Clone Wars, and also as Starkiller in the Force Unleashed games. Kind of cool that he got to come to big And by the way, that. that guy is a is a absolute uh, expert on Star Wars. I've seen him on the uh, movie trivia showdown, the, the, tri- the trivia show. He he is a, a fan through and through. He has an in-depth knowledge of Star Wars, by the way. How, was, I, yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. It was so cool to see Ray back for a little bit. Yeah. And, um, okay. And we got the lightsaber. We, we saw the lightsaber. His new one from, uh, oh, from Clone Wars. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the um, little hooky on it? Yeah. That was cool. Okay. Yeah. How do we feel about the Han Solo's name origin? The name Solo. Uh, the way, I like it. You do like it? Yeah. No, I don't like it. Yeah, I like I'm it. sorry. I, uh, I I like that in the expanded universe. So the previous Star Wars canon, that that was his last name. Like he yeah. had a dad uh, who with the same name, but in this one, he's just kind of this abandoned kid who doesn't yeah, have. Um, I didn't care for Chris it. Elliot. What's the name of the planet? Cresselia. Uh, it was uh, a, Corellia. Corellia. Yeah. Cresselia so, is a Pokemon. I don't know about that. I don't know. The, I don't know. Not, I don't know nothing about Pokemon. So I, don't, I don't know so about that. It, it's kind of a little thing to me, but maybe how you felt about uh, Chewy Chewy is how I felt about this. It, 
it's probably the one moment in the theaters I kind of rolled my eyes for. I don't. It doesn't bother me that much, but it was one where I was like, eh. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. You're kind of selling me on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't want, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> one thing I learned about John, like, and I love it, he he is fierce with his opinions, but he, I'm open. he, can, be, he can be turned. I'm open. He'd be a dangerous Jedi. You I'm often you, wrong. You never know. He, you know, he could, he could change. Very wrong all the time. Uh, it's okay. It, it takes one. Yeah, to I don't like on. that anymore. This guy doesn't like younglings. I can tell you that much. <laughs> so, uh, one thing also I want to talk about. We'll, we're going through the cast. Uh, probably last notable character here, uh, Infus Nest, played by Aaron Kellyman. Oh yeah, what you guys think of, of the Very reveal? Cool. Very cool reveal. It's I really weird. liked it. I had people complain, and they were like, "That's such a Disney thing that it's this like it's like the this woman. It's this young." Kid, I don't oh, know. I'm sorry that it isn't a man. To, to be the I don't even man. know if it's so much that, but that it was like a, a kid is is I think at least what I've heard, mm. as opposed to male versus female here. But I don't see. It. Yeah, I don't like see. That any. didn't mm. bother me in the least bit. When what, what's where's the mayor behind that? When know. the helmet was being yeah. pulled off, did you guys think it was a no, like a known character at all? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was like it was either going to be some, I was ready some for warrior it. guy or uh, like I don't know, maybe it, there was like some theory, maybe it was like Boba Fett or something. Well, I don't know. I meant a previously established Star Wars character, like someone oh, yeah, we like, knew. Well, maybe it was like Boba Fett or something. Well, we wouldn't know Boba Fett looks like without the helmet, would we? It looks like Daniel Logan takes the Daniel helmet Logan. off. It's, it's a Boba Fett Mandalorian helmet under it. How did you? How do you even <laughs> see just, that? It's just a CGI uh, Timur Morris head, <laughs> but. Uh, de-aged uh, as well. Oh, Chris. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I, I thought it was cool. I, I liked her. I, no, no, I, yeah, it was great. I, I love that they stemmed the rebellion here a little bit, too. Like So good. That was yeah. one of those like that was one of those scenes that I like a lot that you were talking about where they bring some of that stuff in from the old movies rather than shoehorn stuff from these new movies. Yes, I always this, love, I love seeing good. this all the seeds of the Rebel Alliance. So good. Yeah. Do you guys know when Solo takes place in the timeline? Don't ask me about dates. <laughs> I want to say... 2004. Up. That's what I said. <laughs> I, I, I want to see. It. Okay, you're out of Return of the Jedi too. <laughs> it's a long time ago. I, I will say it ten years before New Hope. That's my guess. I agree with that. I've never confirmed this. I've never looked it up. Uh, mm. Let's see. When does Solo take place? Eleven to fourteen years before A New Hope. Okay. Because like, yeah, has anyone ever said it's gotta be like it's Star Wars? Because the end of the movie is heading towards Tatooine to to hit up Jabba. The right. It, well, it's going to be the beginning of his relationship with with Jabba. Yeah, which is so going to be like. Uh, yeah, I could he's see not, that being some time. He's got to find some debt to get into. Yeah, you know? but he's, so I guess he's in his 30s and A New Hope. And I love these questions here that pre-fell. Does Solo take place before episode one? Is Darth Maul still alive? Why is Darth, so- Sol- why is Darth Maul alive in Solo? Did Solo lose money? <laughs> I, I, I really So back to that back to that reveal and that point, I really liked that that was kind of like the... That was one of Disney's we're listening points. That we we know you guys love Darth Maul. That was one of the best parts of the prequels. We know that people hate that he got killed off. We know that we killed the EU where he officially came back to life. Well, no, no, no. He we, came we, back in Clone Wars, which is canon. True. Yeah. Good yeah. point. Good point. And Rebels. Yeah. But I, th- I think it was like their movie statement where it's like, all right, we we know you want this. It was this, more. This it, was, it was almost like um, uh, like more of a kind of a shared universe type of a move. Yeah. You know, one complaint that I've heard that I don't agree with um is that. The uh, the mainline movies, you know, Force Awakens and Last Jedi and everything, don't tie enough into the supplemental canon, like the novels and stuff like that. Um, you know, I don't feel like everything needs to be Marvel. Not everything needs to be a shared universe. Like they can just be these, you know, yeah, one at a time Star Wars stories. Is, that's kind of, well, I mean, 
but talk about a big like, universe well, that the like Marvel style. Like you know, some some people like I, I watched on uh, Collider, which I'm big fans of. But I you know disagree with the Christian Harloff uh, that you know it they should be referencing the novels and throwing in all these little bits for for fans and and everything like that. It yeah. doesn't. Not everything need needs it. to be. Some not everything can, needs yeah, to be. Marvel, it can exist but, on its own, but in, but that was in that the type universe. of a move. Mm-hmm. So gotcha. you know it was cool. I, I'm not against it at all. I just don't think it d- doesn't. Star Wars doesn't need to be Marvel. Shared shared universes aren't going to be in vogue forever. Not to go. Too off topic here, but speaking of what you're talking about here with Marvel and Star Wars, what do you think of the Knights of Ren story being told off screen in a Marvel comic? Um, I'm fine with that. I mean, as long as the um, you know the, their history isn't like I, I, I'm assuming that in Rise of Skywalker, their presence, you know, you're not going to need to know what's going on with them in order to the for a good story to be told. Like for like for I mean, now is not the time to get into it, but like. For Snoke, the lack of explanation I feel is okay in the Last Jedi. It's no more explanation than we really got for the Emperor in the original trilogy. So, and I feel like I, yeah, I feel like that is a story that will be told, and I don't feel like it needed to be told in the movies. So, um, yeah, as long as the the story, as long as there isn't like a hole in the story, like the way the you know the movie tells it with them not having an origin, because I don't think they their history will really will be gone into in Rise of Skywalker. Then I'm okay with it. But it depends how the story goes in Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, some notable uh, Star Wars fans I've kept up with throughout the years. Like that's that's a point that's like kind of sour to them. And I'm like, but like how how important in the scheme of things are these how nights around? Yeah, we're we're th- at the very end here. This isn't going to be like right. Yeah, we're not flushing people out anymore. Yeah, yeah at yeah. this point, it's like I, it's, I don't I don't need it. I'm fine with it being a Marvel, but that's just a little kind of off yeah. topic thing. Well, you mentioned it. Agreed. Yeah, um, Agreedo. I think. McC- get it? McClunky. I think there's <laughs> nothing else that we probably need to talk about with Solo, unless yeah. you guys have uh, anything that comes to mind. I just, I just liked it, man. It was just, I just liked it. That's like the, that's all I can say. Oh, about yeah, it. ranking. I just really liked it. Rankings. Uh, Time for rankings. Uh, rank, let's we, rank them up. Okay, so we got all of our current rankings. Very tough to remember those three movies we ranked. We've done the th- the three movies so far, of course. Solo being the fourth. I didn't even keep up to date with your rankings. Yeah, these going are chronologically. I, I know where mine is. I know yeah. my truth. Go ahead and do it. Lead uh, off. Bat, lead off. All right. Do do the first hitter guy. So <laughs> baseball fan. I don't know why I just played dumb. I love baseball. <laughs> Yankees. Really, okay. I watched like 120 Yankees games this year. You're like biggest face, ba- biggest baseball fan I I know personally. First hitter guy is what I just said. First hitter guy. Go ahead and be I that. like it. So uh, number one, we're we're changing how we did this from the first two episodes of yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have so far Revenge of the Sith. Number two, I have Attack of the Clones. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. First, hundred yeah. percent, no doubt. Number three, I have Solo, and then four, Phantom Menace. Wow. Tell me I'm wrong. Go ahead. Why? You're wrong, John. What's yours? Why? Okay. Oh no! Give your rankings. It's, it's, so wait, okay, wait, wait. Are these? It's. I mean, it's always tough to it's weigh the with these. If it's so far, if it's well, no, no, no. But also, it's like you mean like best movies or your favorite? I mean, no, it's your, your favorite. Your favorite. It's your favorite. You, you, but you can apply a mix of filters to those. So I think best movie that that plays into my opinion on where those movies would rank in an overall list. You know. Okay. That's because um, yeah. I mean, th- I've got a weird. I'll say this, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. But I've got a this weird thing where at the top of my list, the the top two that I I would list when all is said and done, I could make an argument for either, and I would never like get into an argument either if way. someone ranked oh, my yeah. second one first. Yeah, you know that's it. Yeah, I, my Star Wars wanking, rankings wanking. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars wanking. And I'm in trouble for the swear words. Yeah, all right. What Listen, time is this at? There's a separate channel for that. All right. <laughs> but minute 51 here. Seth said wanking. 
<laughs> my rankings are always uh, in kind of in flux. There's, I mean, there's generally which is a why I like four again. Oh my gosh, not really. <laughs> which is why I like doing this. Like, I, I like these fresh rewatches and like let's rank this this set of you know. Can you believe Jimmy VC scored? Okay, did he? Yeah, we win him. No. no. <laughs> Sports. What do you got, John? Uh, I. I, I have a good movie followed by three not good movies. I, oh, for a second I thought this was your list. And <laughs> no, I was like, you're just no, copying mine. No, so so I've got so right now we've watched four movies. We have watched the prequels and we've watched Solo. Solo goes number one. Then I have uh I think not reverse order. I've got Solo, I've got episode three, episode one, episode two. Those okay. are my rankings. All right. So All when right. it comes down to it. Does Solo lack the big wow Star Wars tentpole moments? Yes, I didn't see a lightsaber. That's kind of a bummer in a Star Wars movie. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe they could. Need that, I got no. that's that's kind of like a, a generalization. That may, that might not have worked in this movie, you but like saw a, a moment like that in this movie, a, a Star Wars moment didn't happen, but it was still very enjoyable through and through. It fleshed out a character, gave some pretty cool backstory, and it was a competently made movie, and that's. And that's just where I lie, putting it ahead of all three prequels. They, they weren't good movies. <laughs> I love that. Uh, that's it. We really me. got the... We kind of knew we would, but we got the origin of the, not just Han and Chewie, yeah. but the Falcon. That was fun. You know, yeah. the classic game. And, uh, and he says, fair and square, fair yeah, and square. A couple of times. Oh, before we go into Sats Ring real quick, the dice were weird. Those... It felt like a, a touchstone that was like, they were really trying to force those dice that, on us. I felt forced a little bit to yeah, me. Yeah, forced. I was okay with it. But so you know, Han's dice originally are hanging in the a New Hope, which I yeah. never noticed. Me either. until like the Until last time I rewatched them. And then when they were the Last Jedi, I thought they made them up for the Last. Yeah, it was like they a new thing saying that they yeah, were there, but it was there the whole time. It really yeah. was. Yeah. So yeah. And they brought it back here. So like they're trying to make. Some I mean, of it's that- cool that there was like an awareness, you know, of of those two movies consecutively, and they came out, you know, that they were such such a prevalent thing. It just seemed like they were trying to take nothing and make it something. The dice right yeah. off the bat was tough. It was like, okay. But then they did it like well, three I, times. I, I feel yeah. like what they made of it in Last Jedi was really cool, though. So I liked seeing them kind of pop up again here. I agree with that point. But Last Jedi yeah. came first, right? It did. So that was weird. You're right that time. That's the first I know time all you've been the dates. I'm a, a chronological date thing tonight. <laughs> all right. So I got right. Solo and I got the trilogy. The first trilogy yeah, yeah. doesn't really matter. They're all bad. As I speak at this moment, I don't know <laughs> about... I, I honestly am torn mm. about... Solo, there's no question Solo is a better made movie than Revenge of the Sith. No, there's Re- question for sure. The Revenge there's of the that. Sith <laughs> no, has all kinds of problems that Solo doesn't have. But Solo has problems. But but it's it's a much if on a technical level, you know, Solo is a better made movie yeah. than Revenge of the Sith. It kind of goes back to the but, movie by committee thing. Like th- this wasn't going to be a poorly made film no matter what. This was mm-hmm. a Disney Star Wars movie coming out in 2018. It wasn't going to be a garbage truck on fire. I was happy but, you got that year right. That was good. I, I really, I had a, <laughs> good for you. Was, it, it, was that, it was that gif with like the all, all like. <laughs> that was like. But I, but Revenge of the Sith. I mean, it's you. You could. I mean, I. I think it's. I, without question, actually, that Revenge of the Sith is more of an impactful movie. It does carry more weight. Even if you don't like it, I would say it's definitely more impactful. Yeah, and like, oh sure. You know, sure. I just you know rewatching those movies with Emily. You know, um, she. Um, what does Emily have to say about all this? So Emily, um, she, so she, a lot of times when she watches movies, she hasn't watched them for a while, and she rewatches them, she like forgets like everything about them. So she, it'll be like she's like, oh, I never, I don't remember all this stuff. So it's like she's watching it for the first time. Oh, kind of and, Reven- first dates. and Revenge of the Sith, yeah, on your couch, fifty first <laughs> spinoffs, and uh, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, she actually had never seen Revenge of the Sith, so that was a, oh. a really interesting one, and she was just so like. 
She was super positive on it. She was like, "This what, is what like, do we say? It was Lauren's favorite Star Wars movie yeah. of any Star Wars movie." Yeah. So and which is crazy, but still. And so, yeah. I mean, so it, it's, it's partially due to the fact that it's just you know Episode One, two. It's just such a big improvement, but uh, it's yeah, it really took her by surprise, and I'm so, I'm super torn. But I, at this moment, this will change in the future because, like you said, my wankings are in flux. <laughs> but for Three right bleeps. now, in 2019, the year of our Lord, 2019, November, I will say, number one, Revenge of the Sith. Right. Number two, Solo. Okay. Number three, Attack of the Clones and Phantom Menace. So, I can, I can respect on. it. Which I, We're saying we have the same ranking at this point? No, we don't. You put Attack of the Clones over at Solo, you heathen. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally missed that. 100%. Yeah, yeah. That, I was that's so what fixated I was... on Revenge of the Sith. Attack of the Clones. I, you're, I, can't, you're, I, I can't put Solo. Below you're, that. you're. Well, that's your fault. That's your prerogative, I guess. But you're, you're just, you're, your wankings had me all over the place. I couldn't even do. believe it. My wank. You never know where I, my yeah, wankings I, are going to get can, you into trouble. I, can, I totally misheard two and three. I can get. I, just, I can get behind liking Sith better. I can get behind that. Solo is a better movie, but and Revenge I can of the get Sith. Behind seeing. Attack of the Clones and liking that better than Solo. Oh, I can't. No, well, mm, <laughs> you I mean you got, you got behind you, it? You're wrong. You got behind it, all right. No, you raised like, it that way. Attack of the Clones, like a, a lot of it has a, a similar kind of like adventure tone, but it's just so much sloppier than Solo. Slow. I can't. I can't. No. Yeah. It's uh, tough. Tough to. But Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> hey, make a decision hey, like that. Hey, 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 buddy. Hey, Respect. No, no. Steal your head. <laughs> you, okay. A prequel. He movie put a prequel above, above Solo. Else. Yeah, you win. You win. You do. I'm the. I lost <laughs> somehow. Somehow in a. Uh, somehow I'm the minority here. I don't know how that happened, but. A damn straight. Okay. I mean, I was. Uh, I know. Ask me in a month. I yeah. Agree with you, so, so I feel like, uh, as we wrap up in this episode, yep. that the next episode in Rogue One might be the one where we're all. Oh, I don't know. John yeah. may just flipped the script here, but <laughs> we might be like almost on the same page. It might. Well, is it possibly that it's just going to be a Rogue One love fest? Oh, stay think, stay th tuned, everybody. I think there's going to be say? more agreement. Yeah, I haven't it seen it, like so it. I'm going to watch it between the two takes. So, okay, yeah. He hasn't seen uh, Rogue One. a joke. Okay, I've seen it a, a lot of times. This time. guy over here. So this is part four. This is the end of our episode on Solo, A Star Wars Story. Uh, lots of fun discussion ahead. We're almost halfway through the, the Star Wars saga. Kind of crazy, right? Like, we've got yeah. a lot of good stuff coming. Yeah, man. A lot of good oh, stuff. So we left a lot of good, good stuff in the rearview mirror. It gets but, better as we go. But really good stuff in the in the near future. I here. used to dread this night. I used to dread <laughs> it. Like, oh, I got to watch these movies, and I got to come here, and I got to clown these guys out. <laughs> no, I, what a jerk. I'm just excited to to not have to watch these movies anymore. Not to watch bad movies. It just. Well, we got to watch some of we, the Star Wars. We made it. Again. We made Stay it. Stay tuned. Because next episode, we're going to talk about Rogue One, a Star Wars story. If you haven't checked out the first three episodes, go back and watch them. We talk about Jake Lloyd a lot. We talk about yeah. uh, how great all the prequels are. And that's really about it. I can't think of anything else. The comments expressed here do not reflect the com the opinions or views of the Geekiverse or whatever we're about to be called as no, a we're whole. Still <laughs> yeah, that's a fair point. So, <laughs> for Seth, for John, I'm Josiah. We'll catch you for Rogue One.